And I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. show and I timed that perfectly and this thing is off and running. Hold on. Now the show started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Friday, March 11th, 2022, cocksuckers. And, you know, what are we here for? We're here to talk. Chill out. Um, I hope you guys all liked my Patreon sneak peek last night. Um, the direction I'm taking my Patreon in is different, right? You saw the TikToks. You saw the mental health challenges. Um, they were real for a lot of these people. Um, and my reaction to them is going to be real. So uh, why is the Patreon what it is? You know what I mean? Why am I paying for content? Because, you know, I could be myself in this audiovisual manner. But I can't really be myself the way I want to be. And, you know, I just feel like, here's the thing. If people are going to get mad at what I, really get mad at what I'm going to say, I want them to pay for it, right? So, like, I, they'll get mad at most of the shit I've said in the past if they listen to this podcast, maybe. But actually, now that I've been more right and right, I don't know, right? Um, it's kind of crazy. So, what am I going to talk about? I'm going to talk about maybe a little conspiracy. Um start the show off there was rumors that the united states of america the corporation had uh, built and colonized um bioweapon labs in ukraine okay rumor that was a rumor and then our government's like no 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 we didn't do that no fucking way jen paskey what that bitch's name cunt i hate her Just kidding, I don't hate her. She's not a bitch or a cunt. But she is very displeasing to listen and look at. And it'd be very difficult to be her friend for a long period of time. Or a short period of time. Sorry, I was so waking up. I started this podcast early too. Um, And it will end early maybe. So, what's going on in Ukraine? Anyways, the United Nations has already come out and said, Hey, you know what, Russia, go ahead and just get rid of anything you found in that lab. So... United, our government's saying it's a lie, um, but in just news that you can read on Twitter and shit from the United Nations, they're saying, yo, get rid of that shit, Russia. Be careful, dude. Don't fucking release more bioweapons. Right? And this is the perfect context for, like, oh, there was a bioweapons lab in Russia, and, you know, they blew it up, and now everybody's really sick with this new virus that's really killing everybody. We have time to talk about how that vaccine, the thing did, didn't work or whatever, what's going on the past two years, I forgot about the pandemic, there's a new thing going on. So we'll figure that out later, but World War Three lame as fuck so far. I'm definitely what they call pro-Putin, <laughs> for sure, give the dude Ukraine, why, 
I mean, this is just a question for anybody in America. Why should anybody be forced to die for the country? Especially in a fight that they can't win. Think about that. Sorry, my face. I'm waking up. Why should anybody be forced to die for their country in a fight they can't win? I imagine, like, take it back to World War II. You know what? Maybe we did need to draft a few people to end those fucking Nazis. And a couple people more than needed needed to be drafted at the time, right? But I'm just saying, right now for Ukraine to say, like, everybody's got to die? To fight this fucking Russia country that could just level us in a day? Right? Doesn't make sense to me. Everything about this war has been off, so I've been anti-war more than anything. Which means, let the bigger guy have the piece of cake that he wants. Why are we all... And then to Americans, where's your tax money? That's like $15 billion. How about we get a tax credit? <laughs> it's been a hard two, year, two years on every American. How about we take all that money we were going to give to Ukraine. Let's give it back to the most disenfranchised Americans. right? Just, hey, I don't care who you give it to. How about we just help people with all that money? Help whoever you want. I don't care. Except the rich. They're fine right now. You know, fuck Bezos. Fuck middle class will be fine too. Let's worry about the homeless people in LA. Let's get, fuck it. Give the money to California. They need it right now. They're fucking it all up. As far as how states do shit, California sucks at what they're doing. So does fucking Oregon. So does see uh, Washington. Washington might not be that bad. And not all the states and not all the parts of the states suck at running. It. Only a couple of them do. A couple parts of the states suck at running shit. You know, but like, here's my problem. Homelessness. That's my problem. If you got that in your city, if you're stepping over a homeless guy to grab a Starbucks, hey, something's wrong. The taxes you're paying for that drink, if you live in Oregon, you don't know what I'm saying, the taxes you're paying for that are going where? Where are they going? Because some guy's drugged out and you gotta, he's camped out right in front of your favorite place to get a drink and talk to your favorite barista. Barista. Baristo, barista. I don't know what the gender pronoun is for for anybody. But, God, it feels so good to be back in the saddle doing a regular podcast. I, it's so hard to react. It's hard to do this, too. But, like, ugh, man, when you watch these mental health challenged people, ooh, man. The TikToks today are just insane, man. These these people with these disabilities who are getting all this attention. Like, here's the truth, right? Um, you know what people started to realize? If you were, like, disfigured or something on TikTok, like, hey, guys, I got six fingers. You got tons of views. You know, like, here's another thing. Hey, guys, I was born with a deformity. I just got, an, I got a weird, uh, I got a weird way of talking. To, hey, I got no leg beneath my knees, but I'm cool. Lots of views. Hey, guys, I got cerebral palsy, and here's my life. I walk kind of funny, but I'm normal. Uh, you get lots of views. And then all these like kids are like, fuck, man, I'm fully ambulatory. I got a like, somewhat normal life, not normal. I got trauma, apparently, fucking all kinds of shit. <laughs> and I get lots and lots of reinforcement. And hey, if 
thousand, forty thousand, sixty thousand of a million people all reinforce me and tell me I got DID. You know what the one doctor, maybe the person who disagrees with what I have to say things, you know what they do? Uh, well, I don't know how to help you because you're listening to the internet and you're self-diagnosing. So these, this whole self-diagnosis, you know what? Fuck it, man. If And like, this is the door to transracial. These people with DID. DID is going to jump through the roof. It's going to go from uh, like only a couple people had DID. It's going to just be like trans. D- unless they fix this fucking algorithm. A lot of kids going to be like, you know what? Sometimes I don't feel like myself. I feel like somebody else. Sometimes I, when I'm sad, I don't feel like chance. I feel like that one guy saw in a movie. I feel like him when I'm sad. And when I'm angry, I kind of feel like the other dude from the cartoon. But with a different name because I don't really resonate with the with the name Bill. Oh, it's just crazy, man. I'm not saying everybody on TikTok is faking this. I'm just saying the way things work, right? People, and this sucks for the people who really have it. It's terrible for the people who really have disorders because you have people who are just like, oh, I can act. And then there's one of the people is like literally talking about her acting career. Hun, no one's going to believe you have a disorder called DID when you're openly talking about thinking about acting. And that's what it is. It's high-level acting. These fucking DID things. Man. A lot of the time. So I just get stuck on that topic. And, you know, I'm going to have a drink real quick. And I'm all, I'm all right this morning. It's a little early. You know, I'm doing fine. I'm doing real fine in the morning. It's not, uh, it's Friday, so I'm stoked about that. It's just one of those days. You know, not a limp biscuit day, but it is just one of those Fridays. And um, what am I going to do with my weekend going ahead? I don't know, man. <sighs> Fuck, dude. Don't want to date the show by talking about shit like that so i already dated by talking about war in ukraine because that shit's gonna here's my prediction this ah, nobody wants to die for ukraine okay so what's gonna happen i think this might last until the end of march at least april may and then when this news cycle wears out it's only been about two weeks with this ukraine thing and it's ah, dead in the water right with the vaccine, you know how long it took for people to, like, really start speaking out and, say, and saying, like, hey, I don't think this is right. Because you had the group who didn't think it was right from the beginning. That's me. And then you had the group who kind of got the vaccine, adverse reaction, whatever, didn't think it helped them, blah, blah, blah. Then, you know, they kind of joined. And the group just gets larger and larger and larger after years until the, the group was large enough between vaccinated and unvaccinated people that said enough of this vaccine bullshit um that it just kind of like eh, teetered off and then you have joe rogan right just come slams it and then what happens bang ukraine ukraine's right in your face it goes everybody's mad listen to this news cycle covid for two years joe rogan for a week ukraine now if joe rogan talks about ukraine enough hey we're on the global warming 
If Joe Rogan blows the lid off of Ukraine, I don't know how that's ever going to be done. But just exposing how bullshit it is that uh, people are dying in a war. Like, imagine if you send your kid. I don't care. Any of them. <laughs> and they got to go fight Mike Tyson. Right now. Right? You'd be like, no. But I said, if your kid doesn't go and defend your fucking house, he's going to take it. And you'll be like, well, I don't even live in that house. I don't want that house. It's not my house. That's my neighbor, my neighbor's house. Who's, it used to be the guy who wants to buy it now. All right. Let him buy it. But I don't want him to buy it. I don't want him to move into the neighborhood. And send your kid to go fight him. No. Oh, man. Fucking world's crazy. I can't believe how anybody supports the Ukraine bullshit. And like, ah, oh, refugees. Ah, oh, help them, help them. No. No. I don't support the war at all. Right? Like, I don't support helping the outcome of the war at all. This is the outcome. If you support the refugees, you're basically supporting the war. You know what you should be doing with your money. You know what you should... Giving it to a platform that's anti-war. Not... To, you know what I mean? Promote the voice that will end the war. So there's no... The goal is zero refugees. Well, how do you get to zero refugees? You don't keep supporting refugees because that's business. Business never closes, right? It's like people... I I love my therapist. Right? It, I love therapy too. Therapy's great for people. But just understand, the therapist solves your problems in your first session not gonna make money dan <laughs> it's like you know what i mean like it's one of those businesses people don't have a hard time understanding this we're like if they do their job well enough you don't need them and then if you don't need them they don't get paid and if they don't get paid well so the, the truth is you do have problems you need to work through them. why don't you come with me why don't you come back next week we'll talk all of them through again okay Love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for the money. You know what I mean? It's disgusting on some level how people... And what they're really paying for is a friend to listen to them and give them some sort of feedback that doesn't fuck their life over. That's about it, right? And this person, I wish more people had friends like this in their life who would just like give them real advice. But we live in this world today where people don't like conflict. Um... People don't like being the bad guy. But I'll give you some shitty advice, good advice, whatever. I'll give you my advice. I'll tell you what I think. And I'll listen if you ask. If you ask. Like, hey, will you listen? Of course, bud. But don't be a dick when you talk. Just joking. So here we are. I'm not saying therapy is bullshit. If you got a therapist, great. If you have mental health issues, uh, this is the whole reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm going hard on TikTok. So if you have issues, uh, if you are diagnosed with anything, uh, I'm not anti any of that shit, right? Um, I'm anti, and you should be on my side about this, the people who are faking it. And along my way of finding the people who are faking it, I might, as they say, run into one or two people who really have it, say some things I don't really mean to say, intend to say. I won't say in the nicest ways. And... Um, yeah, I'm just just saying this whole group needs to be looked at with a comb. And we need to find the fleas. We need to pull these bad actors out. 
right? These people who are giving mental health. And when people talk about autism, something needs to be clear. Man, this is crazy. I wasn't talking autism. These people taking autism up like a fucking mantle and saying, I'm autistic. I want to be... I want to be oppressed. I want to be different. I want to be unique. You know what? You know what I mean? It's not cool. You know, people really autistic, hey, a lot of times they can't even wipe their own ass. A lot of the times they live in a thing called a group home. Most of the time. It hasn't been until recently people just decided to call their quirkiness autism. I'm autistic. You know what I mean? When people call their lack of socially appropriate behaviors autism because they don't want to develop socially appropriate behaviors, that's crazy. And you're doing it for attention. And you're doing it to get reinforcement from people to tell you, oh, that's why you act like a fucking weirdo. Because you don't want to change and you want to blame it on a disability? Oh, man, these fake disability years. And I've, hey, my only job I've ever had is taking care of people with authenticated disabilities that have impacted their lives so severely they needed 24-hour help. And these people running around, wiping their own ass, working a job or not working a job, being completely incompetent so they don't ever have to work a job so they can keep posting these TikToks and engage on this fucking evil thing of a screen, which I use, but I'm an adult and I manage my time with it appropriately. But these young ones, these kids, these TikTokers, they're fucking damaged to the core because they're standing at a fucking screen for so long and people don't even understand it. Like, They don't get, if you look at a screen long enough, your brain changes. Okay, and these kids, some of them, I believe they're autistic on some level, like virtually autistic. And guess what? You can stop being autistic, too. Because just imagine your autism is just displayed in social behaviors, or a few behaviors, right? And you have someone come along, manage you a little bit, tweak you, shape you. Some of your behaviors helps you out, helps you learn how to be socially appropriate. Um, all of a sudden, everybody's going to meet you and be like, you're normal. Hey, had no clue you were autistic. And that, that'd be the truth your whole life if you had ever gotten that help from the beginning. The truth would be that nobody would even notice any, any quirkiness, so to speak, because you had been helped out by a behavior specialist, maybe, or a psychologist, which, you know, would be nice. So... I don't know, this whole disability thing. Oh, man, this is the content you're going to get. And you're going to get a lot of disability content on my Patreon. And this probably will be the only episode I ever talk disability and post it like this. So episode 17, disability, I'm talking about it. And what I'm talking about, and I hope everybody gets this clear, and everybody who's trying to get upset at what I'm saying, listen, listen, listen. I'm frustrated with the people who are fronting a disability and don't really have one and they're doing it for attention because there's people with real disabilities that would never be able to post a TikTok and you're using their disability uh, to gain followers, likes, clout, social media attention and do what you want. But I'm going to do what I want too and look at it because you're posting it and this is a, if this is a museum, I'm going I'm to say what I want, right? You say what you want about my content. It sucks. Nobody watches. 
It's boring. What is he doing? Why is he talking? I don't know. Say whatever you want. He wears the same hoodie. The background's Jesus. That ain't... What's up with that? He's got an Egyptian head. That's cultural appropriation so much. So, I don't know. You know what I mean? Take me down. I only want to take down people who are faking the disability. And I think most people will, are on my side about that. Most rational, sane thinking people. But I have a problem with the way I do it. You have a problem with, oh, why are you going after these people? Why are you saying these things? Because, hey, some of these people are clearly faking it. And I have to watch all their videos. And I have to go through them methodically. And along the way, I'm just going to give my opinion, uneducated, right? About what they're doing. And most of the time, I'm just going to be saying this. What the fuck? The show should just be called, what the fuck? Because that's all it is. It's me looking at these people like, what the fuck are they doing? No way. Some of them are clearly acting. And you see some of these... Oh my God! You see, if you watch my show last night, you know what I'm saying. You have some of these people who are doing switches, alters, in a matter of seconds, like it's a fucking TV channel. Um. Oh, it's Roy, and then they do it like this. It's because it's so easy to act. Watch. Um. My name's Frank. I'm fronting now, right? And I don't mean to make fun of the people who actually have this. But you understand, though, that there are people who see that. Maybe it's real, but just like me, they can all of a sudden, oh, my God, I got no followers. Let me try that. Maybe I got I got a wig over there. Um, I kind of identify as bisexual, and I, do, I, mean, I am gender fluid. So if I'm fluid in my gender, maybe I got lots of personalities. Maybe my personalities can have names. Oh, yeah, when I'm feeling more masculine, I'm going to go by Frank. And when I'm feeling more feminine, I'm going to go by Isabella. Hold on. Isabella here. Right? See that front? Did you see that switch? And then they'll talk like that. Oh, man. Not all of them are faking it. I know, I know. But enough of them are. Enough of them are faking autism, too. And some of them... Jesus Christ, there's so many people with real mental health issues. You know they're telling the truth. And they are fucking off one. And I feel bad for them, right? And because they're off one, hey, let's be honest about this. Take away their TikTok. Take away their phone. Why aren't they getting real help? Why can someone have 3 million views on TikTok and not get help? How is that possible? How can 3 million people see a mental breakdown happening, right? And do nothing about it. That's my, you know, I just get, I get lost in these things sometimes, man. How can so many people watch this shit? And then, I, man, some of them don't even remember the shit they posted. They're like exposing themselves. So that's also the other thing. I have a couple different, I've done a couple Patreon episodes. So last night wasn't the only one. So if you're wondering, what do I mean by that? Old content. That's in the vault, baby. That old Patreon con. I'm building up content, too. So if you don't know that, like, where's the Patreon content? I've been filming it. I'm not posting it, though, because it's Patreon. And this is basically a Patreon ad. I got nobody on my Patreon. 
right? So it's, it's zero people, zero right now. And I think it starts with one, then goes two, three, four, as far as I learn how to count. And maybe it goes back down to three, but then it goes up back to four. Then it goes five, six, seven, eight, because it's funny. It's going to get funnier and funnier and funnier and sadder and sadder and sadder sometimes because you're dealing with some heavy ass shit. You're dealing with some real heavy shit, man. These people have difficult lives, dude. <laughs> and I'm going to look at them because that's, hey, I think it's also 100% to be honest here. I think it's, if you post shit like this, this world is a museum, right? And so is TikTok. So it's just a museum of your shit. And if you're going to post stuff and you are and you only want people to say nice things, that's not how it works. And if you have a mental health problem, that's a bad idea. Because here's the truth. You're going to get people pushing back saying, I don't know about that, dude. You can have that disability, but don't. that's just being a dick. Or that's being rude. That's not a disability. I hate when people equate they write off bad behavior to a disability. So, like, the accountability goes to zero. I'm not accountable for my actions. You know I'm disabled. Uh, uh. Like, oh, those people? You ever meet those people who are like, oh, I'm not responsible for anything because I'm disabled. And they're, like, high-functioning as fuck and manipulative as fuck. God, that drives me crazy. And they've been enabled for so fucking long. You're one of the few people to ever push back. You're like, whoa, 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 but, 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 but. You can throw away the trash just because you have ODD doesn't mean you can't throw away the trash. Well, you told me to throw it away. Oh, don't. Yeah. You missed it, buddy. You're not Kobe. You're not Michael. You look like Shaq from the free throw line. You missed the shot. Now go throw it away. You know, ODD, obsess obsessive defiant disorder, something like that. People who are defiant, right? ODD. And you meet these people, I'm like, you're just being a dick. <laughs> and that's the truth sometimes. Like people like riding off like, oh, I don't know how to listen, dog. I'm, de I'm defiant as fuck. Mm, me too, dude. I'm defiant, man. I got in trouble when I was young for I got sent to the principal's office for being defiant when I was in fifth grade every week for a long time. <laughs> I was almost labeled disability, labeled a disability in some ways. My point is I people try to tell me, hey, is your boy autistic? And I'm not. Right? I don't think I am. Would never want to be, by the way. It's not fun, right? For people who really have that disability. And it's such a large, let me get this, the autism thing. It's such a large umbrella that people are self-diagnosed like, hey, oh, looks nice under there. I'll jump in. Wow. You mean people don't get as mad at you if you uh, act out and you have a disability? No, no, people don't get as mad. Because people are really compassionate to people who have disabilities. Like, if I see someone with a disability and they're having a difficult time, uh, you know, uh, your heart bores out for them. Because, like, fuck, man, they have some really difficult challenges in their life that have been there from day one, right? And observable for the most part 
from since day one. And these people who are just like noticing these problems now in their life, midlife, later life. It's like the pattern of disability typically is so strong. Like it's noticed in the beginning of your life and it's noticed all the way through your life. It's like, it's like, why do they always walk like that kind of thing? You know what I mean? It's not always a walk. It could be, why do they always talk like that? Why do they always behave like that? There's patterns typically. And so these people would just develop new patterns later in life and like, oh. And what they do is they see all these other people on TikTok who might be autistic, who are autistic. And they just start copying their behavior. And I think that's the whole thing, the copycat of, and you see this in reels. And this is how things are reinforces one person does a a reel then another person copies it one person does it another person copies it so like within these little communities there's this incessant need of needing to repost for more content and mimicking uh, other disabled behaviors it's like this in a special education classroom i think that's one of the worst places to put uh, <laughs> a large group of disabled individuals in one room here why do i think that it's you want most of the time those individuals in special education to replicate the behavior of their peers, right, who are in their typical classes, mainstream classes. So you want them to reflect behavior. So you want them to join the class, right? And in order to do that, they need to act appropriate like those students do most of the time, right? You imagine students act appropriate, but most of the time they're, who knows, depending on the school. Anyways, anyways, focus, focus. So, but if you put them all in one room, how do they learn how to be appropriate if they never see what appropriate behavior is? Most of the time, those students in that class, they, some of them might have severe disabilities where they're unable to really control a lot of their impulses, actions, and behaviors. And so they might act out. You have behaviors in that classroom. And you have a lot of other things that just go on in a special education classroom. So that are so disruptive, you can't have that in a normal classroom because it takes away from the learning experience. So you're kind of at a, you know, catch 22. What do you do? I say you find a way to include everybody in one classroom. I'm super fucking inclusive, dude. And then the student who doesn't know how, like, doesn't figure it out, like, you keep helping them, too. Look around. Everybody's fucking behaving. And then eventually they'll figure it out. You know. And you have enough teachers in that room helping all the students, right? To where like the the kid the students aren't acting out. Maybe you need lots of one-on-ones. Maybe you need two on-ones. Maybe you need three on-ones. I don't give a fuck. Fill the whole classroom up with people. Make it all inclusive. Um, don't know why I went on that rant. This is my special education disability podcast, my real views. I think real inclusion is getting rid of special education classrooms or having them as like um, a check-in time for specialized learning. So like this student needs to spend extra amount of time to do certain work. Anyways, uh, my opinion doesn't fucking matter. So that's also true. Hope everybody knows that as well. Like, as I say, all these things doesn't matter, right? I'm not in a position of power when it comes to any of the, I don't have a job, not teaching. I'm not doing anything. Um, so if, when you, if you're hearing this and you're like, Oh my God, he thinks this, what's he doing? I gotta get, I gotta cancel this guy. Can't. Right. I don't want, I don't work. I, but if I did teach, it's not a bad thing that I want everybody to be inclusive in one room. 
And I'm, that's not an anarchist thing either. So if you're thinking he, this guy wants anarchy, he wants the whole classroom to go crazy. He wants to take all the students out of special education, put them in a normal classroom, lock them up. Guilty, Joe. Guilty of that. Um, fuck, man. 35 minutes, been rolling like a steam engine so far. Um, and a lot of my views are wrong, incorrect. A lot of the things I say aren't right. Um, and I think that's kind of the whole point of the podcast. Uh, not to be wrong or say wrong things, uh, but just to express my thoughts about this issue because the truth is nobody's pushing back on this front. And what I mean by that is people being honest with disabilities because they're so scared to talk about some of these things. Some of these things aren't disabilities for some of these kids. <laughs> I sound old. Um, they're just learned behaviors, I would say, that can be easily unlearned and then no longer disabled. Right? You can change people, in my opinion. Um, you can change behaviors. Uh, but if you, if you got like an actual chemical imbalance in your brain, you might need a chemical cocktail to fix that. Still probably might not fix that. You need real help. And, you know, there's lots of ways to do that. I'm all for that, you know, legitimate help for people who really uh, legitimately need it. Um, but the people who are, and my whole point of my Patreon, whole point of what I'm talking about is the thing that bothers me the most are people who are using disabilities for clout. That's it. That's probably the thing that bothers me the most. Um, and why does that bother me? It shouldn't bother me. I just think it's silly and it's destructive to do to oneself. Uh, most of these time, most of these people on TikTok anyways, don't have a, from what I'm looking at, don't have that great of a life anyways. But, uh, and they have something going on for sure. Don't know what it is. And then cool. Here's the one thing they're not doing is seeing if they maybe have schizophrenia. I'm t I haven't even gotten into that group yet. But imagine if you were schizophrenic but still composed enough to post regular TikToks and act. That'd be interesting. We'll have to find out about that. Um, I haven't looked at the fat culture. This whole thing is going to be interesting. We're going to be looking at a little bit of the libs of TikTok stuff too, maybe. Uh, but right now, my angle's disability. Um, so if you're like, you're just doing a libs of TikTok thing, Chance. No, I'm not. Libs of TikTok is about liberals. <laughs> I'm doing autistic disabilities of TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell's going on here? And so that's what I'm doing. And I'm re reacting to it. It's react content, um, which some people like, some people don't like. Uh, but yeah, and you're paying for it. And I'll adjust the prices, I think, because it's not like third eye hitter anymore. It's like uh, whatever I renamed it. I'll change the prices to something else. Probably like three six nine. Cause that's Tesla, motherfucker. Tesla. Not the car company, the guy, and he says three six nine, that's a key to life. Still haven't figured that one out, but people post it like they know. Like, once you figure out three six nine, it's like, dude, you don't know. You don't post I've read the quote. Tell me how, how it makes sense now. You're talking about frequencies? Cause what what's going on? Why? What do you mean three six nine? When you understand three six nine, you understand the keys to life. No, you don't. You don't get it. Nobody gets that. That's one of the most cryptic fucking things ever. And like, oh, I, well, actually, I do know what it means. You do? Did you read the Wikipedia? I don't know, man. I read the Wikipedia.
Ah, oh, man. Here we are, and there we go. We are just doing fabulous today. It's, uh, man, I'm 20 minutes in, apparently. Um, so that's nice. <laughs> I feel like I've been doing this forever. Uh, is there anything else I want to talk about? There's got to be some things I want to talk about. I'm at, you know, making more reels. I'm dominating the real estate game on Instagram, so that's nice. Uh, what else is going on, man? You listen to other comedians' podcasts, listen to Chris D'Elia, and uh, he talks about being a father, which is interesting, and he talks about his son Calvin, which is interesting. And I love hearing it on some sense compared to what his content was like before just because it's relatable to me now. And I always find that interesting where before I had a child, comedians like Tom Papa, once they started that family sketch with like, ah, my kids and my daughter or my son and like here's the, here's my joke and here's my kids, I'd never laugh and I'd turn it off. I'm like, I don't Dude, that shit's not funny. I don't have kids. But now you, you, you have a kid. Uh, there's just a sense of relatability uh, to, to those things. So, um, And maybe that's why when I've worked with people with disabilities, that relatability, you see people um, who might self-diagnose sometimes or and they call that a privilege. It's like, I said, though. I'll have to figure that one out. And I'm, am I ableist? I'll be labeled ableist for sure. This is the most ableist show ever. But if you've been, if, if you've had a collective group look at you and say, that, that child could be disabled, let's get them tested. <laughs> Do I get the same right to self-diagnose, right? You know what I mean? When if, can I, I didn't have a good childhood a little bit. I was upset and I acted out and uh, people thought I had a disability. So I get to talk about it, right? And that's why I feel like some of the people I'm talking about are a little bit. Um, but anyways, just, yeah, so it's nice to kind of relate a little bit to the thing I'm talking about too. I'm not just, uh, and most of the thing, I'll talk about this too, most of the time, people who work with people with disabilities, there's this few groups of people. Uh, one of them I've noticed is get paid. You got to get paid, that group of people. And I have nothing against that group of people. Um, but they never got into the field to, like, on an empathic way. They got in and they're like, this is how I'm going to make money. It's the best. It's the only way I know. It's the best way to make money. Blah, blah, blah. There's the, here's another group of people, uh, the ivory tower, tower people. And who are they? They're like the people who write papers, typically people who are educators on the subject and don't spend a lot of time in the field, right? So there's a difference between spending eight hours a day with four dis individuals with disabilities and teaching a college class about individuals with disabilities, right? And there's, I, like, you'd wish there was like a disability degree to help people. Surprise, there isn't. But 
it's like ASL, something like that. But so you have the people who are like really invested in it, but don't. Uh, what would you call it? Don't really are in the milieu of it every day. What's another group of people? The people who live it. You know what I mean? People who have it, have somebody in their family with it. Like it's a real thing. It's twenty four seven. Always a part of your life. Never, it's never leaves you. Um, other groups of people. I'm talking about kind of the people who work with them, or are associated with the group. How do you find yourself in this in this group, right, of people who are concerned about individual with dis, individuals with disability? How do you become concerned about them? Um, for me, right is what my father had done. It's his career. And he did it for the money. Um, he didn't do it because he was just like uh, a saint. Essentially, he got a degree, right? And he decided to change people's lives for the better. And he did that. He was amazing. And I saw that. I was like, wow. Um, I like that. I like helping people and the stories I would hear about how he would change people's lives. For example, there was an individual who was in restraints their entire life, strapped down because they were so uh, aggressive, I guess, um, with the people around him and their environment. And my father was able to, within a certain amount of time, have this person removed from restraints and participate in life again. You know what I mean? That's amazing to me. And when you hear stories like that of like, oh man, imagine if someone grew up in restraints for most of their life, was disabled, man comes along, helps everybody realize that, hey dude, this guy doesn't need to be restrained. And then all of a sudden you're free. And so some of those stories really impacted me and I wanted to see if I could help, right? Because... You want to help change people's lives for the better, eventually, right? That's me. You know, the, I want to do it to change people's lives. So my point is, because of that, I had opportunities to, ah, look at me, could have done a lot of different jobs. Um, I'm physically fit. I can reach boxes up high, down low. Um, I can walk a long distance. I can think. I can count change. Um, I can do a lot of good skills. Um, but I chose to do, uh, an occupation, which is known as a direct support professional or, and also a few other things in that field. Um, and what I got from that was just the experience of helping people in their day to day lives and, uh, people with disabilities, uh, and what that's like firsthand. Um, and you miss a lot of when, with this job, that job's not fun. You change diapers. You help people. Uh, you do. You make them dinner. You make them breakfast. You make them lunch. You take them out. And you are a parent. You're essentially, on some levels, like people call it, glorified babysitting. And on some level, it is. And it hurts your heart that these people are, find themselves in the situations they are in where if you're disabled enough, by the way, for the people out there listening to me, you know what happens? Your family typically gives you away. Not always, but a lot of the time, you just find yourself living on your own, 
with government funding, strapped for cash, right? Because um, you can't get a job, or you can, but well, most of the time, people I worked with didn't have real jobs. What I mean by real jobs, they didn't have, uh, what would, they called them a sheltered workplace, stuff like that. Which, you know, those are a big issue. Um, still go on today. So, anyways, disabilities, man. I'm talking about it this episode, my experience with them. And uh, don't expect me to do this again. It's kind of a little peek into the Patreon. And I am going to take most of this type of content all the way there. And so this is absolutely a sneak peek at my Patreon by being an advertisement. So, which is kind of nice. Um, what else is going on in my mind about that? And there's lots of things to share too. So, don't think I'm done talking about nothing. Um, what are we gonna do now? What are we gonna talk about? You think about that. You think. You think. What do you talk about? What do you talk about? Uh, what else? As they say, um, I saw a comedy show. I think I talked about that. Uh, Ari Shafir. Oh, yeah, I'll talk about this. This past weekend, I uh, went to a comedy show. Ari Shafir, Shane Gillis, Mark Normand, Steve Renazizi. Who else? Some, Sean Batten. Who else? I can't remember. So, a bunch of comedians. Hilarious. Had a good time. Laughed. Was pretty stoned. But. I'm too stoned. <laughs> you feel like you're stoned when you're laughing that much. You know what I mean? Like everything's funny. Everything's funny. Uh, but I here's a little cool thing. I got to give Ari Shafir my book, a copy of my book, uh, which I was super stoked about. Um, you know, because why did I give Ari Shafir my book? On page 24, I quote him. Uh, and I think it's quoted something to the effect of, "It's not about." It's about the art, man. It's not about getting on TV or not getting on TV. Um, yeah, man, it's about the art. It's about, for me, that too, 100%. This is all art. What's artistic about this? Look at my background, dude. Look at my color scheme. Look at me. Look at this. It's all, it's all visually uh, aesthetic or not. It's cream. Damn. Oh, man. So that was cool. Got to give... Uh, someone one of my books and you can't buy my books that's one of the cool things about it you know what i mean like i have to give it to you um i'd be like you should sell that nobody no i'm not selling nothing um i think the cool thing when you make some pieces of art is that you can't get them you know what i mean it's like an nft but the the thing about it is NFT is like they don't make sense. Maybe I can screen cap it. I can gif it. Like I don't even want to look at it. Who cares about it? Like ah, oh, there's a metaverse. I'm gonna sound dated as fuck, and this is gonna look like old technology. Maybe in five years, like he just talked to a camera, and this that's what pod, people did podcasts. Imagine when podcasts aren't cool anymore. They probably aren't already. But what's the new thing? Don't know. Um. Virtual reality is definitely going to blow up. If As soon as they can expedite that product like they did the TV, the flat screen, you know what I mean? As soon as everyone can have virtual reality, it will be uh, amazing. Oh, I bought a 9-11 newspaper. 
nine twelve, excuse me, um, for forty bucks. I was like, oh, I wonder if I overpaid, but mm, bought it anyways because you never see that. You never see when you're out and about shopping a newspaper from nine twelve, two thousand one, baby. And that was a day that changed my life forever. Without that, like, there's no, I mean, without that, that, I don't, I don't think I'm ever skeptical of the government. That cha- that's kind of creepy, man. If they didn't do 9-11, I would have, holy shit, man. Like, I would have been hook, line, sinker on the government stick my whole life. Imagine just the 90s all the way into the 2000s. Nobody's sad about the war, you know what I mean? Americans aren't devastated. Oh, like, no terrorism, no shootings. Like, oh my gosh. Imagine more 90s. More progression. (laughs) More progress. Oh, man, that would be the best. They can't believe they fucking did that. What do you mean by 9-11 and they did that? What I mean is... Doesn't matter who did it, how it how it happened. I don't give a fuck on the details. All I know is if you don't prevent something from happening, like that was a crime the government knew was going to happen, and they didn't do anything. They're like, uh, well, maybe it will, maybe it won't. What's the point in using all of our air force, weapon, military technology, and all these resources, and even trying to stop something like that? And even once it does start, why even stop it? I don't know. You know what I mean? So who cares how it happened? Everything that happened after that was planned and calculated with the desired outcome, premeditated. Like the outcome of 9-11, what was it called? Patriot Act, the invasion of Iraq, Afghanistan, Yemen, Somalia, all these other fucking places, whatever, right? Hey, that was all designed and planned for. Like before 9-11 happened. They were going to do that shit. They just needed a reason. And so they're just waiting, waiting, waiting. Like, fuck, man, when are these guys going to show up? I need some fucking opium uh, from the poppy seed fields over there. And I need some oil over there and maybe some ancient artifacts as well. So, fuck, man. Why won't these guys give us a reason to invade their fucking countries? Oh, perfect. They did it. Nice. Now let's send everybody over there. You know what I mean? So, 53 minutes in. Damn it, I'm killing it. Doing good so far. Um... And you think about it, I could just post this straight to Instagram, but I do like to edit it, um, see how it sounds on the on the other side, as they say, um, the editing side. Just takes time, and you realize, oh, that's probably the hardest thing about these podcasts is posting them, because <laughs> I've made three or four or five now, and I just haven't posted them. Intendedly so. Some of them like save it, save it, and don't post that. Ugh. <laughs> uh, you know the podcast that lasts like 40 minutes. You're like, oh, that wasn't a good one. And it takes a lot of time. Uh, you know, I think I, this is episode 17. And I'm enjoying it. I, I think it's fun. Thank you to all the people who listen. You know, eventually. <laughs> and if you listen to this to find something you don't like about me, congratulations. You probably found something. Um, and that's crazy. People do that also. Like I want, and they seek it out. They seek out shit. They don't like, they're nuts, man. It's like that content really bothers me. Then why are you looking at it? 
I hate that stuff. That really upsets me. Why are you looking at it? Why are you reading about it? Why are you on your phone? Why are you choosing? And here's my point. Choosing to be upset. I didn't make you upset. You're choosing it. When people choose to be upset, my God, man. And then they blame it on you? <laughs> oh, crazy, dude. I'm upset because you know you're... No, hey, you're upset because of yourself. <laughs> you upset yourself. Don't put that on me. Um, you didn't have to look at me once. <laughs> you, you could have averted your eyes. Look the other way. It's like when people say... Uh, she was asking for it. Look how she dressed. He was asking for it. Look how he was posting. <laughs> oh, what's am I not supposed to comment on that? How he's asking for it. Look at the way he's look at the way he's doing this. I don't know. So just having fun. Hanging out. Oh my gosh. It's just a wonderful day so far. You know what I mean? Um and I've been thinking a lot lately, and people won't understand. It. They might tune in in a little bit to the channel and be like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? I started the podcast early. <laughs> I know I said 7 a.m., but guess what? It was earlier than that because I woke up real early. <laughs> oh, man. Intendedly so. You know, I did set an alarm. It wasn't like I don't. I didn't get good sleep. Got all right sleep. Got good enough sleep. Um, so that was that's that. Um, I slept fine. When people are like, how do you sleep? I mean, did I sleep? Compared to when I was a baby, not good. <laughs> I slept forever and through anything. And now it's like, oh, man, what the fuck's that noise? I'm like, oh, man, kind of uncomfortable. Wake up. What the fuck? Being old sucks, man. Uh, in some ways, but it's awesome. I'm also young. I'm one of the youngest people here. I am the youngest person right here, right now. Uh, also maybe the oldest. Um, what are we going to do about this whole thing, about talking? I don't know. Again, I'm talking to myself in front of a mic, open thoughts. I think this is a skill set. Uh, Please subscribe to my Patreon. It's $4.20 a month. Um, i got to figure out a way to make it worth it. But it's free content. That's the other thing. Uh, but for the higher-ups. maybe I might make a sticker. Give me some ideas. right? And uh, if you have anything to say about this episode, because I'm sure I fucked up along the way, because I woke up about 30 minutes before I started talking. So these are some of my thoughts. My first thoughts of the day regarding my Patreon and <laughs> trying to get people to go to it just to see what happens. And they see if this TikTok thing I got going is interesting. I know the content's interesting. And most of the time people don't have the, I guess if you have the app, you can do it. But if you don't, this is where I come in. You pay for it. You, you want to see the TikTok madness. You want to see what's going on in these kids' heads. And you want to see someone talk about it in a politically incorrect way, perhaps. But with some, maybe perhaps, experience, that's why I brought up my background. Because I'm not an idiot about it completely. Um, 
but I'm sure I'll sound like one, so that's good. Because uh, it's all about having fun, also, with the Patreon. It's all about having fun. And these people who post stuff online, um, you know, it's like a museum. I'm going to say what I think when I look at it. Um, and just to make sure it's to the correct audience, going to make you pay for it. Because I don't want someone who doesn't like that type of content to accidentally see it. So I'm doing everybody a favor by putting it behind a paywall. Uh, myself included. Because if you do pay for this and watch it, and then you get upset, like, what are you doing? Not only can you not look at it, yeah, you, you pay for it. And then you know, it's like personal it's lashings. Ah, ah, I'm watching. I paid and watched for it. That'd be hilarious. But that's basically what you're going to have to do if you don't like what I have to say and you want to find out more about the things I have to say about individuals with disabilities on mental health on the internet. And I'm not bullying at all, right? In fact, I think these people who are fronting other people as a, fronting a disability, faking it, are actually doing the real bullying. And so I'm going to counter bully that. And, you know, I'm going to be more like a hero, a knight in shining armor to help, you know, the community out. Because maybe, and here's, here's the thing, I don't want to be a part of that community because I'm not posting. I'm not, also not going to comment on it. There will be no interaction between uh, me and the videos. So let's get that clear, too. Um, the things that I'm watching, uh, I will not be leaving comments or trying to make them feel a certain way no bullying i won't be telling them what to do with their mental health at all um, i will be not giving advice to them or helping at all or directing or teaching and i will not be teaching the audience anything i will just be like i said earlier reacting to their videos because that's what tiktok's for and most of the time just going like this what the fuck um and you can watch me go what the fuck and most importantly, watch what they're posting, which is most of the time crazy as fuck. <laughs> Not them, but the stuff they post is crazy. You get you get that? So there's I'm creating a difference between them and the post because my stuff's crazy as fuck, but I'm not crazy. Uh, the distinction is that's important there. Um, so. And if you watched this and you got upset, congratulations. You upset yourself. Um, and I'll never, that's a disability. Big yawn. I'm still tired, apparently. Fuck. Yeah, that, I think that's a disability to uh, upset yourself intentionally. It's like self-abuse. Uh, Self-injurious behavior, really. Is mentally self-injurious behavior. Man, that needs to be researched. I got a thesis on that, kid. Go to graduate school. God, man. That's a thesis. Thesis. That's a thesis right there. That's a, that's a thesis right there. So uh, I'm going to probably end the podcast here. I went uh, a lot longer than I usually do. So pretty happy about that. Um... Thanks, everybody, for being you and watching, listening. Uh, man, 
what a whirlwind of an hour that was. And uh, can't say enough to my real fans out there. I'll do it you. Um, thanks for watching. And if you do, subscribe to my Patreon. And you're the first one. Uh, I got a special thing for you. So make sure you reach out to me. If you do, and uh, let me know, and I will uh, get back to you. And, hey, expect some packages. That's all I can say. Uh, God bless you all. Thank you for watching. Like, subscribe, follow, enjoy. Uh, peace out.